All right, guys. Wow. Easily my favorite new show on mm. Netflix Definitely. is Black yeah. Summer. Uh, <laughs> had to watch the show because of our special guests, but I already got like two episodes in. <laughs> and I'm probably going to watch the rest of the se- series um, this week, guys. We welcome on Below the Belt Show one of the stars of Black Summer, Christine Lee, who plays Sun. Kyung Sun. Hello. What's up, Christine? How you doing? Hey. Good. How are you? Christine, you must have learned English uh, since uh, you shot uh, uh, last summer. <laughs> Your English skills are amazing. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> Boy, you learned quick. <laughs> but That's so funny. <laughs> but of course, we know that you're playing a... I guess a Korean immigrant in the United States, correct? Yes. Yes. So, yeah, basically she's a Korean immigrant um, in the middle of Midwest America. Midwest America, even though you film in, in uh, somewhere in Canada, correct? Yeah, we shot in Calgary, Alberta, actually. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, lots of weather changes while we were shooting. It was It was really interesting, but... Super fun, yeah. I don't know if you noticed, at least in the pilot episode, that literally everybody is wearing a jacket. Mm -hmm. I'm curious to how, what the weather was like (laughs) when you were filming. Was everybody freezing cold, or was (laughs) it like... So, it was actually really, really hot that day. I heard, But because the whole concept is that these people need to wear as much layers as possible to protect themselves. To protect themselves from ice, yep. Yeah, it was like really hot when we first started. And then they made me wear like a tank top, a sweater, and another hoodie and a jacket. Wow. That's no fun. And then, and then they yeah, wanted you to then, start sprinting everywhere. <laughs> yeah, we ran a lot. It was a lot of running and a lot of screaming. Yeah. So I, I gotta say, Christine, from the very first episode, I mean, it, it, the adrenaline was pumping. Mm. Had had me and a few others on the edge yeah. of our seats. Oh seat. my gosh, it was great. Yeah. Just like a quiet place. It was like I couldn't eat, I couldn't swallow, I couldn't breathe. <laughs> couldn't I was just the stakes were so high. I couldn't yes. even exist. So you certainly taken the zombie apocalypse genre and just amped it up to a hundred, basically is what you guys have done. So I'll agree to yeah, that. Congrats I mean, on that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the show is I think um even when we were shooting it, it felt like a video game for us, really, because it was so experiential. Yeah. Um so, and we really tried hard to keep up the pace because we don't want to give the audience time to like sit back and relax. And yeah. we just throw a lot of chaotic things in people's way. And John, was, John, the creator of the show, was really, he was very clear that he didn't want to spend time dwelling on things. Because yeah. So does that mean that yeah, you guys? I mean, in real life, like imagine in a war zone, would you be like you wouldn't be like discussing what you're doing is right or wrong? You just you just do, do it. it. Survival. Yeah. yeah dude. So so does that mean that you guys did you guys do a lot of improv? Improv. Yeah, like like just oh. because it it looks like one of those fast paced things where it's kind of like so when you said you, you didn't really want to sit and do a lot of discussing, I feel like. He also may have been like, just just go with what's natural in in certain areas. Yeah, I mean, John had the script, but he was very clear uh, um, with the actor 
about, you know, how he wasn't precious about sticking to the script. Right. Like, he was very, he gave us a lot of room to play. Um, he knew the backbone of how he wanted to take the narrative, but the dialogue itself, some of them were, yeah, heavily improvised. Yeah. Cool. Wow. Yeah, wow. So Very let me cool. let me let me let me say this, Christine. So this is this is we're going to introduce ourselves, but this is lying back with a lot of us um are actors in the studio. And Y'all let are. me let me say this. You ma'am are the future, okay? Let me say you you are the future for you to for you coming in, you know what I mean, you're acting, you're you know, you're of course you're you're beautiful and I mean you know, it's it's <laughs> it's it's, it's one of those, it's but it's it's such a refreshing thing because now we're we're in the time of like um we're embracing like like different cultures, races yes, and things like that yes, more. Yep. And for you to come in, it's like the perfect time, you know, especially for you being as talented you when you climbed on top of that truck with that with that mallet, yes. I said this, she is it. <laughs> She is I this right here, she's going straight to the top. And I am so excited to see your future because you're a badass, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and that's yeah. that's the thing, like you said, Lion, because you are playing a character that doesn't speak uh English very well. Your acting shows, no. you know, you're you're speaking mm-hmm. your native Korean, but you still mm-hmm. as an actor have to you know, convey um a believable character. Like what's that's what you did. Like you know? I can only imagine being in a country where I don't speak the native language, and all of a sudden I have running zombies attacking me, and the mm-hmm. and the country that I'm in literally crumbling in front of me, and me having to com- totally protect myself. Yeah, that's terrifying. <laughs> was that a requirement of the character, Christine? Was it a native Korean uh, character, or um, were you given no, liberties actually, of how you know how Americanized you should be or un-Americanized you should be? Well, it actually. Started out with just this concept of a uh, refugee from another country. Mm. Okay. So when I auditioned, I was given a monologue that was written in English, and they were looking for an actor who can speak any language other than English or French. French, oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. So basically, what I did was, you know, I kind of translated and interpreted it in my own language obviously and then i sent it in the tape and then when i had a call back um they wanted to know if i could improvise in korean so Hmm. we did the um the bicycle scene um where the i don't want to give away too much in case (laughs) people haven't seen it but um there's a scene where the bicycle is stuck under the car yes 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 under the behind the truck yes correct yeah so I did that over Skype callback, so I had my laptop on my cat tree and just kind of played my limbs around and screamed a lot, and then, uh, yeah, I Zombie appropriate. (laughs) I I was actually wondering about your audition, so a lot of times when I watch actors, I, I do wonder what the audition was like, and with you and pretty much everyone else, running and screaming for pretty much the whole first episode um and mm-hmm. then you're in a van uh for much of the second episode i was wondering you know what your audition was like so um it's interesting to hear you talk about the monologue and then also the bike scene um for that i guess did you have a, a prop were you using a bike or were you having to uh basically mime the fact that you 
uh, were interacting with a bike. How did that go? So I, I just had like a tiny little chair in front of me, and I just kind of used that as like a quote unquote substitute prop for a bicycle. Hmm. And basically, I it was just like it was just me in my chair, and I just pretended <laughs> like it was stuck under something, and I just oh, wow. screamed okay. a lot in Korean, and then <laughs> ran. <laughs> pretty much, it, like you know, it was yeah. I wish I could say it was a little more glamorous than that, but it, it right. really wasn't. No, it usually isn't. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. How did you like shooting that particular scene? It just seems like so much going on with the three three of you in that van, and hmm. and um, the um, the zombie. Which I should mention, these zombies are terrifying. absolutely terrifying. Yeah. Because unlike The Walking Dead, which moves slowly and they don't have many cognitive abilities. These zombies are cognitive. They run. They're strong. Yeah, they don't stop. No. They're yeah. strong as hell. They keep like, getting shot, and they don't fall down. It's terrifying. It's a crazy, uh, a crazy twist on the uh, zombie apocalypse. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh my goodness! Like the these actors who were playing zombies. I mean, especially the ones who had to kind of like roll around the ground because I either got hit by a car or um, in the scene we were talking about, he's on top of the car just like right. smashing down the glass. I mean, oh, man, these guys were crazy. I mean, <laughs> they wore layers and layers of clothes to protect their skin just in case, you know, they fall on the ground and scratch themselves. Right. Mm-hmm. But they also had incredible amount of blood, which attracted a lot of wasps on set. Comfortable. <laughs> it's sugar, right? <laughs> Basically using syrup. Oh my! So So you're saying that that a lot of the action scenes happen for real? Man, it was crazy, and it was very inspiring. It really, you know, when they give it all, it's really easy to respond to that. Did you? Was there ever a moment during filming where you actually felt like legitimate terror from one of these people sprinting at you? Did you get any one of those moments? (laughs) (laughs) Um. Oh, freaking, okay, uh, I, oh, so That means the, yes, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell us. You, you sound scared zombie. right now. <laughs> um, so the air duct scene, one of the cast members turns into a zombie, and he's usually offset. He's like the coolest, funniest, mellowest guy. And then I remember him pulling me aside and be like, yo, I'm, I'm going to go all out of the zombie. And I was like, nice. yeah, okay, yeah. Like, okay, she's whatever. like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I know you. I'm, I'm seeing you getting dressed in zombie, like, you know, outfit and, like, mm-hmm. seeing you put on makeup. I'm not going to be that scared. Mm-hmm. But he went all out. Like, he wasn't joking. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm actually scared. But I didn't want to tell him that because I felt like I was losing in some kind of weird game I created in my head. So I I didn't want him to feel like he was winning, so I didn't let him know. But I was actually genuinely scared. Wow. (laughs) Well, in particular, the one uh, zombie that you hit with the truck, you might have avoided that if the driver of the truck stopped to get the blowjob that he was offered. But I guess he. uh... (laughs) (laughs) It might have been a different take on the story. (laughs) I know. It's. 
it's, I think, one of my favorite lines in the show, to yeah. be honest. We don't talk it, much. It, it so definitely like, caught my attention. Things, it's got to hit hard, man. <laughs> I, I think 80% of guys stopped at that moment and debated that moment yeah. while, while watching yeah. the show. Like, well. <laughs> They're like, really? <laughs> it's the apocalypse. <laughs> What's it like working with Jamie King? I got to meet Jamie King a few years ago at uh, a mutual friend's uh, Art gallery, uh, Tyler Shields, he's a uh, celebrity photographer. Um, she was a very, uh, very sweet person. Um, how did you like yeah. working with Jamie? Oh, she's a mama bear. She, she, you know, I think when you're a number one on the show, you the way you're going to treat the show and how, how dedicated you are going to be on set, kind of sets the tone for the rest of the actors. Oh, yeah. So it was really great to see her being so open, and she just dropped the ball way, way down. And I was like, okay, like, if she's going to go that far, then I have to go that far. And it was was like her dedication was really infectious. Like, Mm -hmm. it was was really great to work with her. That's cool. That is awesome. Mm Mm-hmm. So I am I am like so I'm I'm super impressed. Going back into the um the the translation between you doing um Korean and English. So so was it just that the script was just basically wrote out and then you you had to do your um your take on what was being said or or was it with the translation, things, I guess? Yeah, did you, did things have to get specific or did they have to like they they have to know word for word what you were saying? How how did that go? Um, it was honestly like a really interesting collaborative process with John because uh, yeah, it, it's like she's responding to what she sees, and because she doesn't really necessarily understand the entire conversation, she, sometimes what she says might be right on point in terms of response mm-hmm. or might be she might be a little off so i i had to tread that thin line of understanding much not understanding because that <laughs> kind of affects how i respond to everything i do that on and, dates um, all the time <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean like i just i mean i had to go back and sit down with john and be like okay what's the story we're trying to tell here and then I just kind of right. threw in different kind of responses until something hit. And when we were like, okay, that's it, we just kind of leaned into it. I don't know if that makes sense. But no, no, absolutely. Yeah. And that's and you hit the nail right on the head with what, what I was trying to figure out. Awesome. That That is cool. So, so does that mean that you typically um, get to find out more what happens before everyone else? <laughs> Pardon? Like, like okay, so... You guys have to collab on on what the story's being said because you have to interpret um, what what she's going to say or how she's going to react. So does that a lot of times do you get to read ahead of uh, um, of opposed to everyone else? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the scripts were given like super last minute, and we're like, mm-hmm. all right, and it kind of was awesome because. We just had to amp it up right. real quick, real fast. So it was just like a go, 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 and constant improvisation until something hit, and then we had no time to lose, so we just 
went for it. Kind of deal. So, so, so like, is do you know where your your character's going, or do you already know? And if you don't know, where where would you like to see your character going? Besides living, you mean like her backstories and stuff. <laughs> like as as far as like um. Because, so your character can go multiple different directions. And what I mean by that is, like, she can she can totally adapt to what's happening around her. She can, um, you know, at, at this point, I guess I guess you don't really pick your party. Your party's picked for you, given the circumstances. Right. They're um, just thrown together. Right. You know, so so where would, what direction would you like to see your character if you don't already know? This is super awkward, but your last question totally like got mumbled i'm so sorry oh no no <laughs> no i'm gonna it, ask it, you to it, repeat that again <laughs> i was it, like when do i stop him to tell him that uh i can't really hear him <laughs> sorry okay so do you know where your character's already going in in the sh- on the show or if you don't know where it's where your character's going where would you like it oh to go? you mean like our narratives in terms of like throughout the season yes correct um well uh we did and we didn't. So we knew the initial story. Like, mm-hmm. my character wasn't meant to survive. And that's all I knew. I didn't know how she was going to die. Mm. But I just was told that I was not going to survive. And then... <laughs> that's and then so depressing, just, isn't it? It's like, <laughs> at the, it's like being at the doctor's office. It's like, well, you know, you're not going to yeah, make it. Exactly. But, and... and I, have fun in a way, you can. it was kind of helpful because I was like, well, I'm going to die anyway. I'm just going to, like, <laughs> give it my all like a crazy person and see what happens. And then, um, but, uh, and then, I, I don't know, I guess, like, the show kind of organically developed as we keep shooting. And then nar- some narratives just had to change. Mm. So we kind of knew, but we didn't know, actually. Like, mm. everybody was like, I think I'm going to survive, but I'm not sure. Well, you became my favorite character as soon as you got on top of that truck with that that, <laughs> that hammer. Let me tell you that. That's so, awesome. Thanks. I was curious about the future of Black Summer. Has a season two been been greenlit yet? Do you know? Um, as far as I know, we're just still waiting. I mean, I'm. It is my hope that it gets renewed. Yes, but. Right now, there are no words from the guys upstairs, <laughs> but uh, we'll see. I, I'm hoping that we get to continue this season because I, I had a blast shooting this, and I I feel like the viewers want this experience extended yes. a little more. And I think it's yeah. great because this is a prequel of Z Nation on sci-fi, but the fact that you're on Netflix is that you can go a little deeper, a little further mm. With the type of content, you can get a little more adult in nature. And you can say fuck more. And you could probably say fuck more, right? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. On, yeah. On we can say fuck more. We can say, <laughs> like, 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 we can do anything. And honestly, like, it was mm-hmm. great because it gave us a lot of, like, room to make bold choices. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, we were good. completely aware not this wasn't going to be the show for everyone. Mm-hmm. But we were, but we wanted to to this thing that's been crystallized while we were shooting this show. And I'm so glad we were able to do it. Like, John had a very specific vision, and he had the guts to just really push for it. And I, I, I'm really 
thankful that he did that. Mm-hmm. Right on. Mm-hmm. So just looking through your get to know Christine uh, <laughs> fact sheet here from your publicist. Uh, you oh actually, yeah. yeah! Did you get my little APK? Yeah. <laughs> so, so you act you actually sing in a cover band. How cool is that? Yeah, yeah I do. <laughs> oh, cool. What what is the yeah. what, what is the name of the cover band and what is your uh, I guess your claim well. to fame, your song du jour, I guess. <laughs> well, we are called the Famous Players and uh, That's you, yeah, man. like <laughs> He's a famous player. <laughs> and yeah we just like we kind of party hard with like a 40 year old and 50 year olds like wanting to get loose at the casino and yeah we just like sing motown abba Nicki minaj i am liking you more and more like you became my favorite character and you just became my favorite person in life she's also a cat (laughs) she's a cat lover too and you're a cat lover she's ultimate cat lady oh my goody goody gumdrops ma'am you have to see my my me and nick actually (laughs) me and nick million and two unmanly photos without cats like i feel like it makes me more manly because of my little snuggly babies (laughs) yes you have a sassy calico cat. Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. Named Pierre. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, I found her um, in the streets of Brooklyn. Aww. She came back to Canada with me. Aww. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so I know. She's, did, she's such a little spoiled brat, does, does she beat up her. the rest of the cats because she's like, I'm from Brooklyn? Like, <laughs> how does that work? Yeah, Actually, like yeah. she literally went from like rags to riches by like tagging <laughs> along with me. Like she was on the street. Now she's living like happy and making like eating like homemade food. Oh, that's a spoiled <laughs> kitty. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. so uh, did you move to Canada to film, or did you move there because of filming opportunities that you wanted to pursue? Um, thank you. The latter, yeah. Oh, I did a lot of theater and in, in New York, and I was so so happy. But I, I did want to just expand my career over to TV and film. There you go. And, yeah, like, basically, I, I was Canadian, and everybody was just like, go to Vancouver. There you go. Like, Hollywood yeah. of the North. Hollywood North, man, yeah. Yes. So it's been working out pretty good for me. So uh, yeah. <laughs> so many productions. And also, you did an episode of uh, Travelers. How did you like your experience yeah. working on that show? It was so much fun. Um, so, Perry, the lady who played Perry, she was actually the director of the episode. And um, it was super fun. They, like, tried to teach me how to do all this nurse stuff, but I, I wasn't quick enough to learn it. So they were <laughs> like, let's just skip it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> but, um, but other than that, like, everybody was super nice, and she knew how to run the set, and I was... It was just really nice to, like, see a female director be so, like, confident and proficient. Just, you know... Well, ma'am, I yeah. am. I am. Listen, you are <laughs> such a inspiration, ma'am. I mean, you have no, <laughs> you have no idea. Yeah. I mean, throw you out know. your social media for all the listeners and us. Pardon? Throw out your social media if you could for our listeners to follow you or possibly. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I I think you know what I I just 
just um, got really into Instagram. Okay, cool. There's so many photos and like really cool art up there. So <laughs> I've been getting obsessed with it. So I'm pretty active there. So uh, I think it's like I'm underscore Christine underscore Lee. Uh, yeah, we will. We will definitely start Instagram. to stalk you. I mean, follow you at this <laughs> at this point. You, uh, so you got Al, you got Nick, you got Snorkel here. Snorkel. Um, <laughs> I am. I am. I am lying back with, and we will, we're definitely going to follow you because we we're so amped to see where your career goes. We we are like. Oh, thank absolutely. you. You can yeah. also follow my cat. I made an Instagram handle for my <laughs> cat. Yay. Shut up. Wow. Oh my God. What's the cat's Her- handle? It's a Pierre, like P-I-E-R-R-E, Pierre. underscore persona, like P-U-R-R-S-O-N-A. How clever. Oh my that's God. such a great name because my cat's name is Garbage, and that's a definitely like a, just a nicer name for a cat. Gourmet Pussy. There you go. Uh, yes. <laughs> Christine. She is a gourmet pussy. She eats like homemade food, and oh. not a lot of cats get to have that kind of luxury. You it's are such a player. Rat. <laughs> Christine, oh you are amazing. Thanks so much for uh, talking to us here on Below the Belt Show. If you could, before we let you go, let us know who you are from Netflix Black Summer, throw out your character name, uh, throw out a catchphrase, a plug, whatever you want at the end. Uh, so whenever you're ready. Oh, wow. Catchphrase. Um, okay. Hi, my name is Christine Lee. I play Kyungsan in uh, Black Summer, uh, a Netflix original show. And... Yeah, I don't think you can copy any of my catchphrase because I speak Korean, but um, please take a look. It's really fun and it's super thrilling. And if you could, let us know you're on Below the Belt Show. And I am on the Below the Belt Show. There you go. (laughs) Christine, thank you so much. I will be watching the rest of Black Summer this weekend. Absolutely. You are awesome. It was great talking to you. Thank you so much. (laughs) It was really nice talking to you guys. Bye-bye. Later. Bye.